This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a very good Wednesday morning to you, Marlins Nation. Thanks for rewinding with us. Steven Strom here. Marlins walk off the Nationals 5-4 yesterday. Off the bat of Jorge Soler, as always, for the recap, here is an excited Kyle Seeloff. Well, sometimes you got to see it to believe it. The Marlins were dead to rights in the bottom of the ninth inning. There was nobody on base. There were two outs. They were down by two, and they just found a way to win this ball game tonight by a final score of 5-4. to four. And for the first time in his career, it's been a great one. Jorge Soler... It's a two-run walk-off homer to beat the Washington Nationals by a final score of 5-4. to four. With you on the 10th inning show, I'm Kyle Seeloff. Joining us now and back in the booth is Rod Allen. And, Rod, let's immediately go to the ninth inning because I do think, and you pointed this out beautifully, Garrett Cooper had two strikes on him, and Hunter Harvey just opened this door, and the Marlins blew it down in the ninth inning. He threw him a little something off speed, and Cooper doubled, and it set the table for the whole thing. Because as soon as Cooper doubled, you got Arise coming up after him, and you knew Arise was going to get a base hit somehow, somewhere. That's just what he does. And Hunter Harvey threw him a breaking ball at the bottom of the zone. He was able to drive in Coop, and that set the stage for Solar, Solaire, who was an aircraft carrier. When this guy gets going, he can carry a team for a week at a time, and that's what he's doing right now. It started in Arizona. He homered a few times on that road trip, Chicago, Arizona. Now he's homered here. I think he's getting hot again. He didn't do anything all night long, and we're getting another look. He hit 99 over the outside corner. He turned and burned, and he elevated and celebrated. The sound that that baseball made when it just came off the bat of Jorge Soler was something you don't hear very often, man. No, he's got special skills, and you said it best. He never had a walk-off home run at all, and he got himself a 99-mile-per-hour fastball and hit a seed over the left field wall. Not many guys can take 95 away and hit it back to the pool field, but that's exactly what Soler did. And it was only fitting for tonight. Luzardo pitched very well today. Brazabon kind of stubbed his toe. Okert kind of stubbed his toe. But Nardi picked them up. And then the offense picked everybody up in the bottom half of the ninth inning with a walk-off. This is a special win tonight. And I know we're at the quarter pole of the season. This was game number 42 for the Marlins tonight. But you hear oftentimes, Rod, that sometimes good teams need to find a way to win games that they never had a shot in. And when you are down two with nobody on base and two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning, you know, there's little moments and special moments throughout the course of the season, and maybe this will be one for the Marlins, but it's a heck of a win. It's just a great win. You know, that's why they say that it, it, it 27 outs. I mean, that last out is always the toughest one to get. Uh, in baseball, and it proved to be that way for, for Hunter Harvey here today. And the at-bat by Solaire was just an special at-bat. He took the count to three and two, uh, taking many of those 100-mile-power fastballs before he connected on the 
mile power pitch. He knew it was gone as soon as he hit it. He turned immediately and looked at his dugout. And then the dugout just went bananas. And Skip Schumacher was the first one who heard the sound and put both his hands up, just like I did in this broadcast booth. Unbelievable night for the Marlins. Holy cow, what a win. And it sets the stage for a ball game tomorrow, Rod, that uh, is going to feature Edward Cabrera and Mackenzie Gore. And before I let you go, let's focus on that game for just a second. Eddie Cabrera's got really special stuff, but it happens and it seems as if every start, it just, at some point, he loses it. Like, it, it just disappears. If they can rein that in a little bit, this rotation is special and this is a good team. He's got wipeout stuff. Oh, yeah. And some of his starts, he goes out there, and, and for the first three frames, I mean, he's nearly unhittable. But then all of a sudden, in that fourth inning, he'll start to go to off-speed stuff and breaking pitches and fall behind. And the next thing you know, he's walked a couple and given a big hit, and then he's out of the contest. But uh, give him some credit. He's got special talent. Skip Schumacher continues to run him out there. And I'm looking forward to watching him out there again tomorrow because I know he's going to be throwing a lot of fastballs at these Nationals. All right, buddy. Drive safe. I'll see you tomorrow. All right, buddy. Good All right. game. That's Rod Allen. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Highlights from this ball game tonight. The Miami Marlins took a 2-0 lead off of Josiah Gray and the Washington Nationals. In the bottom of the second inning, they had a couple of guys on base, and Joey Wendell was at the plate. And here's a swing at a ground ball. Hit to first. Smith has it. Throws it to second for one. And the return throw to first is high. A run's going to score. The ball slipped away from Gray. And now breaking towards the plate. A throw's not in time. Two runs are going to score. And the Marlins have a 2-0 lead here in the second. And it looked for a long time like that may be all that the Marlins were going to need in this ballgame tonight. Jesus Lazardo was sensational. He tossed six innings. The only blemish coming in the top of the sixth inning and leading off was Lane Thomas. Thomas is hitting 347 in his last 12 games. He has, however, punched out twice tonight against Lazardo. Here's a ball blasted in the air to right field, and it's gone. Lane Thomas has just gone deep for the fifth time this season. It's a solo shot leading off the sixth inning, and that cuts the Nationals' deficit in half. It's 2-1 to one Miami here in the sixth. Yeah, 360. And it would stay 2-1 to one into the top of the eighth inning. Waskar Brazoban came in for the Marlins. He struck out Lane Thomas with one out. Garcia, the birthday boy, Luis Garcia singled. Brazoban then walked Joey Manessis, and that set the table for Jamer Candelario, but before we listen to the highlight, I must tell you that with Garcia at first base in a 3-2 count, he took off. Manessis walked. Fortes threw through to the bag at second, which is the correct thing to do in case strike three is called. Arise never caught the baseball, so the ball rolled into center field, and the Nationals had runners at first and third. The tying runners were at third base with one out in the top of the eighth inning, and again, Candelario was batting. First and third with one out, and the pitch is a line drive into right field, and the base hit. The Nationals have tied the ball game here in the eighth inning. That's a base knock for Jamer Candelario, and it's 2-2 two to two here in the eighth. And it only got worse from there. Stephen Okert came in. He relieved Brazoban. He got Cabert Ruiz, the catcher, to pop out to first. He then walked Alex Call. The Nationals with two outs had the bases loaded for Dominic Smith. New opportunity in D.C. The 1-1 pitch is hit on the ground, back up the middle at a base hit for the Nationals. Smith points into the Nationals' first base dugout. Two runs are going to score for Washington here in the eighth inning, and they now have a 4-2 lead. Well, just when you thought the Marlins were dead in this ballgame, 
we went to the bottom of the ninth inning. Hunter Harvey, the flame-throwing right-hander, came into the ball game for the Washington Nationals. He got Joey Wendell to fly out to right, and he struck out Garrett Hampson. There was nobody on base, and there were two out in the bottom of the ninth inning. With two strikes on him, Garrett Cooper got something a little off speed, and Rod and I broke this down. Inexplicably, Harvey did not continue throwing Cooper fastballs, and he gave Cooper a little something. He took a little off a pitch, and Cooper hit a ringing double off the wall in left field. Garrett Cooper was at second. The Marlins were down two, and to the plate with two outs came Luis Arise. One and two the count to Luis Arise. The Marlins again down to their final strike, and the pitch is lofted in the air down the right field line. A base hit for Luis Arise. Rounding third and scoring is Garrett Cooper. That's a two-out knock. And an RBI for a rise here in the ninth. The Marlins are within one. It's four to three. And so after the two-out RBI single for a rise, the Marlins pinch ran John Birdie. And with Jorge Soler at the plate, Birdie stole second. The tying run was at second base. There was two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning. Jorge Soler came to the plate for the Marlins. Soler had never in his career hit a walk-off homer. Three and two, the count to Soler. Here's the pitch. Way in a drive. Hit deep. Left field. Way back. We're going home for the first time in his career. Jorge Soler. It's a walk-off homer. And the Marlins beat the Nationals by a final score of five to four. What an at-bat by Soler. He probably was struck out, Kyle, on the one pitch, but they didn't call it a strike. He came back with a 100-mile-per-hour fastball, and look at those guys down there. What a happy bunch at home plate. He had never done it before in his life. This is one of the biggest wins of the year. Oh, my goodness. The Marlins totally coughed this ball game up in the eighth. They were dead to rights, down two, with nobody on and two outs in the bottom of the ninth. Cooper doubled. Arise singled him home. And for the first time in his life in the big leagues, Jorge Soler just hit a walk-off homer. Holy cow, what a win for the Marlins. And what a win indeed for the Miami Marlins tonight. Five runs, 12 hits, one error. They leave nine men on base. And for the Washington Nationals in game one of this three-game weekday series, they score four times on eight hits. They do commit an error in this ballgame. They leave seven men on base. Your winning pitcher in this ballgame tonight is Andrew Nardi. He is 3-1 here in 2023. And the losing pitcher is Hunter Harvey. He had two outs, and they came quick in the bottom of the ninth. He had a two-run lead. Hunter Harvey, just a couple of days ago, saved his first game of the big leagues. Well, he blew it tonight, baby. The Marlins up and the Nationals. They score three times with two outs in the bottom of the ninth. It is capped off by a two-run, two-out, walk-off homer by Jorge Soler. For the Miami Marlins in their winning effort, they are now 21-21 this season. And for the Washington Nationals, who are also playing game number 42 of their season tonight, they fall to 18 in 24. We played this ball game in two hours and 35 minutes under the roof in the air-conditioned comfort of Lone Depot Park here in Miami tonight. And we did so in front of 8,811. I just said it once, I'll say it again. Sometimes throughout the course of a season, 
good teams find a way to win these types of ball games. Ball games that, quite frankly, they had no business winning. And maybe the Marlins are a good team because they found a way to come back and beat the Nationals in dramatic fashion in game one of this three-game weekday series tonight. For the Miami Marlins on the mound, they continue to pile up strikeouts. They strike out 12 this evening, and that means that $300 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer for every strikeout this season. 25 bucks will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you very much. Let's head down to listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say following the 5-4 win over the Washington Nationals. You want to go yeah, here so, first? Yeah, so okay. just take us through ninth inning, Cooper gets a double, and then you guys just get everything. Take us through what's going on as you guys close that one out. Yeah, just credit to our team for just not giving up or giving in and uh, after a tough eighth inning and not scoring um, – in the bottom half of the seventh with our, you know, our dudes up with, you know, Cooper Rise and Soler. It just felt like, you know, the the wind was kind of let out a little bit. And then you look up and these guys are still playing the game hard. And um, I just uh, really proud of how they went about uh, that ninth inning, not only because of the walk-off, even if Soler gets out right there, like we gave ourselves a really good shot to win the game. And, you know, obviously this interview is a lot better after that home run, but uh <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, Soler was frustrated all game, not coming through a couple of the times. It felt He kind of felt like it was going to be on him if we didn't win type deal. And, um, man, he, he hit that ball pretty hard. So that was, that was fun to watch. Did Washington sort of surprise you, you know, how good this team kind of is in, this, in their stage where they are? They're not surprising me at all. That bullpen is good. So to get to their bullpen is just a testament to our guys and their game planning and our, our you know, Brent Brown and Maves and those guys that, you know, really preparing those guys to, you know, fastball split. Those the, That team has really good carry on their fastballs and good splits and um, gets righties and lefties out. So, no, it's not surprising. I, I've known a couple of those guys from the San Diego days and C.J. Abrams is real and Mackenzie Gore is real and, you know, they got a really good young catcher. So, it's it's a it's a tough team to play against because their their you know their effort is always a hundred percent. So uh, it's it's a major league team over there. I'm not I'm not taking away anything from from the Nats over there. What do you think of their at against Gray? I thought we had a chance to break it open in the seventh and uh, put that game away. Um, we had traffic uh, a lot of the time uh, if you for a few innings and it felt like we were just one hit away from you know getting them out of the game and. He made pitches when he had to, and uh, you know credit to to Gray against you know that Cooper bat was probably his his best stuff of the night uh, against Cooper, and um, so I thought he pitched a really good game, and I thought we, we our game plan was was right, we just you know didn't didn't score. Luzardo, uh, very efficient through those first what, five innings. What, what do you think about him to just pitch so efficiently there? His fastball is just a different fastball, and. And hitters counts when you're still beating guys. That means your stuff is is real. And he just pounds his own with the 97 fastball angle in heater. Was going up top in the zone a little bit, um, but just angle in heaters, just getting on guys. Uh, I felt like he you know left some pitches up his last inning and kind of got him out of there. But um, it's just a competitive, just a really good outing, competitive outing. Gave us a chance to win. Uh, really good job by Zeus. And that eighth between, I guess, Brazaban's throw to the first, and then also the Fortes one on the walk to second. Speak to those two games. Yeah, Brazaban, that, that's a tough play. I don't think a rise gets to that ball. Um, 
if you act like maybe a shortstop and like do one of those, but that's tough to ask for a pitcher running off the mound kind of backwards in the lights and it, well, a good, decent runner th- uh, running down the line. That's a really challenging play. I don't really know what he could have done. I don't think Arias could call him off either. I think it's just one of those in-between plays that just kind of s- suck for us and great for them. But they, uh, but but the uh, yeah, the catch thought was strike three, throw it down. Um, I think you know Louis will tell you he's got to catch the ball. I mean that's just what it is. It's just you know, um, I think he catches that ninety nine out of a hundred times, and you don't know what the umpire is going to call. So if it's a borderline pitch, you're getting up and releasing it. Um, they they both feel bad about it, and um, so it's no one to you know really like blame. It's because the effort was there. It's just. It just didn't execute. Uh, back to Solaire. I know he was mentioned the frustration earlier that he didn't come through, but tenth home run of the season. A lot of them have come in pretty big spots. Just to see him be able to, when he needs to lock in, be able to give you guys what you need. Yeah, when he's hot, we're so much better. I mean, just that's just the reality. Having Cooper back, having Arias, you know, he had like a two-game stint that he wasn't getting hits right, and everyone's like, "What's happening?" Uh, but then here he is again against you know their closer and. When you have Solaire up, you always feel good because he can change the score like that. And I don't care what kind of slump he's in. It just You just feel good with one swing in the bat. He can do something like that. It doesn't matter if he was 0 for 4 or 4 for 4. Um, he's a dangerous hitter no matter where he's at. And um, so, yeah, we're, we're always confident when Sully's up there. He's working hard. He was out there early hitting at 2 o'clock today. Took BP again after that. Um, so he's he's uh, he's been relentless in his work. And... Uh, you know, obviously, you know, giant hit. Can you believe that's his first career walk-off? I cannot. No, I, I'm, I'm shocked to hear that after his, like, 40-something home run season and all the home runs he's hit. You know, it's – but sometimes you face guys like me to let them beat you, right? So you walk him to get to guys like me. So there's probably a reason why he hasn't had the chance. I did, yeah. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So they tried to get me out instead. It's funny you say that because, right, like you intentionally walk, you understand why I rise to face him in that seventh, but, you know, usually you don't intentionally walk someone to face a guy like him. It's yeah, yeah, that's, it's, I guess it's different because you, I mean, the right. different situation so, yeah. with the running, we don't want to put the winning run on, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, it just, yeah, he's, you kind of pick your poison with the rise Solaire and um, it just worked out for us tonight. At 93 pitches, was it a tough decision to not let him go back out for the seventh? It was. I do think that that sixth inning, though, that everything was up. and kind of got some fly balls to the track. Um, and so I felt like that was the time. Fresh bullpen after an off day. We're, we had guys ready to go. Um, didn't really didn't work out. Uh, ended up winning the game, but that's not actually how you lined it up. Um, couple, you know, a couple walks hurt us, honestly. And that's just that's what the story was with that. But I think that uh, Zeus did exactly what we needed for him to do to cover three innings of the bullpen. I'll take that all day long. And uh, I think, you know, we, we had a chance to win. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. All right. That was Skip Schumacher. Let's listen to what Jesus Lazardo had to say yesterday. After his six-inning performance, five hits, one run, seven punch-outs, let's hear what Jesus had to say. And I feel like me and Nick did a good job of that, just trying to stay ahead and uh, attack the hitters and you know stay out of those deep counts. Where would you kind of rank com- in comparison to your starts this season? Where would you rank this one? Yeah, I mean, I would say it's up towards the top. Um, I've had, I would say, probably a better one before. But uh, I was just happy with my fastball command, um, getting ahead, throwing strikes using all my pitches, using both sides of the plate. So I feel like we did a lot of good things and a lot of positive steps. 
and that's extending a few of the pitches are kind of up and stuff. What is it about whether it's maybe the third time through the order or just maybe, I don't know, trying to not be strong, but like in order so that that sixth inning, that seventh inning, that you can still have the same results? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like you got to um, be smart with the sequencing and, um, you know, fastball up actually helped me out all day today and I was, I was throwing all my fastballs up and um, the one that Lane Thomas got, I think, was above and out of the zone. And um, so, I mean, at that point, he just put a good swing on it and, you know, it is what it is. He hit it out. If it was a middle-middle fastball, I'd be a little more upset, but um, I'm not going to sit here and, and, you know, be upset about a fastball uh, up and out of the zone. So. Um, the Candelario double obviously was a little frustrating. I feel like I uh, didn't have to quick pitch it, but um, just things I got to learn, um, just staying again, just keeping the same mentality of getting ahead, using all parts of the zone, uh, using all my pitches, and just changing up the sequencing maybe. Uh, where were you for Solar's home run? Uh, I was in the training room with me, Tanner Scott, and Brasso, and it was Aaron Ogre, and it was a lot of fun. So, <laughs> yeah, we enjoyed that one. Second time they've walked off with your starts, right? Segura was your start also, wasn't it? It was, yeah. And uh, so Larry just seems to hit a home run every time I pitch, so I keep telling him <laughs> I got to take my tea at dinner. All right, we are right back at it at Lone Depot Park, a 641st pitch. Against the Nationals, Edward Cabrera takes on Mackenzie Gore. I've got Marlins on deck at 610. What an exciting night at the ballpark yesterday. I hope you join us. As always, thanks for rewinding with us, Marlins Nation. Let's flip the M together, Miami. This is the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.